Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Well, hello everyone, Colin here. Just before you dive into this week's edition of Spin the Rally Pod, an apology. An apology from myself in particular for the quality of the recording this time round. Something went wrong and, well, we did consider binning it and going again. But, you know, there's an awful lot in this podcast. If you can put up the quality, I'm sure you'll absolutely enjoy it. At normal service, I can guarantee you, will be resumed next week. So, if you can, please do enjoy this week's edition of Spin the Rally Pod. And this is a post-sector rally Finland spin the rally pod with myself, Colin Clark, and our head of media, David Evans. David, we've just left Juvascular. We're on the roads. We're heading south towards Helsinki. It's always a bit of a sad one. It's always a little bit, actually, on the other hand, a little bit of a relief because it's such an intense week, isn't it? It, it, it is, Col. It absolutely is. It's in... You know, literally, we stopped typing, writing, doing all of that stuff to clear out the Dirtfish house. Did that for half an hour, and you just have that one moment, don't you, where you just dipped. And there's such adrenaline running when, when the rally's running, and you've got quotes coming in, and loads going on, and then suddenly, you know, just packing your bag. That one normal kind of bit of process, it's enough to suddenly get back in the car and you think, oh my goodness me, I'm quite tired now. <laughs> but it's been really early start. But anyway, bloody blah, we are in the ultimately privileged position. We should never forget that. It's an absolute honour to do what we do. No, absolutely. But what, what I suppose, you know, it is an intense rally. There's no it question is. about that. Because it's the biggest rally we've got all season in terms of, you know, the, the, the atmosphere around the service park, the number of spectators. Your status within Finland, within the World Rally Championship, everything about this rally means that there's an awful lot going on, and it's great. It's, it's really, you know, if we yeah. had a calendar of Rally Finland's, nobody oh. would be talking about issues within the sport, no, would they? Absolutely not. Equally, we'd be utterly exhausted. Yeah, 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 <laughs> no, you're right. You know, I was just thinking there, you know, is Rally Finland is kind of almost, you know, if you're into work, it's probably the Le Mans. Yeah, it's the absolute blue ribbon, and you kind of think every year, ah, oh, that's Monte Carlo. Monte is great, but it's a sort of showpiece. Um, whereas this is the Festival of Speed. It's the one everybody wants to win. It's the one you have to have, be the bravest of the brave um, and the most committed. And you've only got to stand outside and watch those cars going past. It just takes your breath away. Every year we come away from here and say, if rally fans out there, if you get one chance to go abroad and watch a round of the World Championship, come to Finland. Would you say Finland for sure? I, I think I, so. I have a bit of a dilemma with that one. Sweden, Finland. Yeah. I I think it's got to be Finland, just simply because. Yeah, you see other events through the year. We go to New Zealand. You know these other great events, but still, you stand and just watch the raw speed 
at the side of the road of a car sideways at 200 kilometers an hour absolutely pinned you know no hint of a lift a good armful of opposite lock uh, it's breathtaking it really is you know that stretch of road they've really mac you know they didn't even use it for shakedown sadly this year yeah. did they it's been used as a power stage many many times they went to uh, himos the organizers this year himos to the power power stage on the hill by the ski slope but you know yeah you're right you stand at the side of the road in the Ruhumaki and you get a view of those jumps those crests on the wide section of the road there and it defies gravity it defies logic it defies belief totally <laughs> it's, it's the biggest it selling point we have in this sport it really is so yeah so really feeling <laughs> you said it there David you know you talked about the commitment needed to win this event and you know, let's talk first about Elvin Evans and his commitment because it was a tremendous performance from Elvin Evans. Listen, we, we know we know that he likes this type of event. He's won Rally Sweden before. He's won this one before. He goes well in Estonia, but there was a lot going against him this weekend. He rose above all of that, drove beautifully. Forget the fact that Robin Berra wasn't there. When Robin Berra made his mistake, Evans was right on his tail, right on his tail. He's had the most unbelievable Rally Finland and, uh, you know, the only Brit to have won Rally Finland, he's won it twice now. It's some pedigree, some performance. Is that uh, Chris Meek? Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah, Chris Meek won it, sorry, I'm very sorry, yeah, of course Chris Meek won it. Chris won it once, didn't he, with uh, yeah, the... Yeah, 2016. With. Yeah, I... I, I I can't remember the question. Sorry. No, I'm just saying it's, like, it's just some performance from. Oh, it was know, showing real pedigree. Yeah. Having won it twice. Yes. Yeah. No, exactly that, and everything, every aspect of what Elvin did this weekend, this week was superb. In this time next year, people won't even remember that Cali Robin Perra crashed. What the people will remember is that two out of the last three years, Elvin Evans and Scott Martin have won Rally Finland. That is an incredible stat, and it's an incredible, it's an incredible achievement. It's something they should both take massive pride from, and they should use it. And and there's been enough knocks to their confidence, to their self-confidence. You think back, Colter, when we were hiking our way through those woods in Sardinia yeah. to go and find them, and they had had the mother and father of all accidents. Forget that, you know, absolutely forget that. Take this, take the confidence and the self-belief and everything from what you've achieved here and erase all of those memories and negativity's got to go. I totally understand what you're saying, but I don't think you should ever forget those moments. I, I, I really don't. I think, no, when I you think, come back to that bit of road next year, remember well, it. Remember there. it. Remember exactly why I went wrong. But no, I, 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 you know, it is like anything in life. You know, learn people, from people Learn from it. Yeah. You talk to any successful businessman and he'll say that you can't be successful in business until you've been a failure at least once. Yeah. And you have to learn from those failures. Uh, not that crashing was a complete failure. I it probably was. Uh, but, you know, but yeah, I totally agree with what you say. You know, he, he has moved on. Uh, he has put those things behind him. He has learned from them. And, and Elvin Evans now, in terms of the championship, well, still an outside bet for this year's championship. But something that at the start of the weekend looked beyond him, looked unrealistic. Yeah. Now it's back on and looks possible. 25 points, I think the difference is. It is 25 points between Alvin Evans and... With four rounds to go. With four rounds to go, he is going to have to win two, maybe three of those rounds. Not impossible. Let me put it to you in a different way then. I think you're being carried along 
on this kind of wave of optimism. Right, I'm going to put you in a different scenario. So Alvin and um, uh, Calais were tied on points coming into Finland and Elvin retired, Calais scored 24, 25 points and went from being dead level to a lead of 25 points with four rounds to go. You would say Exactly absolute. what I just said. I would say exactly <laughs> what I just said. It's, 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 it's not, you know, it's, it's difficult I but think not it's, impossible. It's, but back on, it's, it's, but still on. it's impetus but actually um, that doesn't actually mean anything when you get to Greece. The only thing Calais has, Calais has to do is in Greece he has to open the road. So steady through Friday, he will still come away with a podium, even if the the running order kind of crucifies him on the opening day. Top three is okay. So Elvin can nibble. Elvin is the one that has to risk everything. He has to win at least two of those rounds. You're dead right. To do that, he has got to be on his A game. He's got to have every bit of reliability with the car, with the hybrid, with the Pirellis. Everything has to go in his way. I'm not saying it's impossible. It's so, possible. David, let, I agree with you totally. And but, you were right on outside but, chance. But we go to side, we go to Greece, and we yeah. know that anything can happen in Greece. You know, it is so easy to rip a wheel off, to damage suspension, to do to do something that costs you a result in Greece. So easy. Yeah. And you know, on top of that, you have to say, Gallery Rock Bear will have to open the road. That will cost him time. But don't forget, four rounds to go. Two of those rounds are tarmac. Your Elvin Evans. Driving well, Elvin Evans with confidence, Elvin Evans with self-belief on a tarmac round or Cali Rovi Barra. I'm actually thinking I'm gonna think too long. I'm thinking what I'm trying to do in my head is think it's the championship mathematically is still within Elvin's grasp, isn't it? Well, of course it is. Because no, no, no. I mean, without in his hands. Yeah, 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 yeah. If he wins all four. No, no, no. Well, yeah, sorry. In his hands, not yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's it's the the best you can hope for is eight points, isn't it? You can take a win over second and seven no. plus, Best and then five over four as opposed to twenty-two. Uh, so that's uh, yeah, it's eight. eight points. Correct? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. So that he can do 30, 32 points, um, and the lead is twenty-five. So he's got to win. If he wins every rally and every power stage, does not matter what Calais does. Yeah. Elvin will be champion. But that's unlikely, as we know. Really unlikely. Yeah, not really sure. That's what I was thinking. That was what that pause was no, about. No, yeah, well, I know you sometimes with arithmetic and maths it takes you a little longer. Quite often you get it right, sometimes you get it wrong. I think you've just worked out better than me. I was trying to work something out of there. So you win you win the rally and get 25 points. Yeah. The second you get 18 points. Yeah, that's seven. That's seven. And five and over four more, as well. That's good. We've confirmed that. Eight points. Uh, yeah. So anyway, you didn't answer my question. What was the question? The question was, Elvin Evans with confidence and self-belief on Tarmac. Uh, yeah, you know, I was trying to dodge that a little bit. Elvin. I would go with Elvin as well. I would. I, I really yeah. would go with Elvin. So there we go. So two of our remaining four rounds are on Tarmac. One is a brand new event. Elvin was ace in Japan, wasn't he, last he year? He really was really quick. Unlucky, but really quick. Yeah. So, so it, it's not absolutely beyond him. He will need a little bit of help. Um, you know, Chad Neville could help him out by getting between himself and Robin Perra. It's not. It's not absolutely decided as yet. I think we've got quite a bit still to look forward to. Um, 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Should we stay with Toyota? Yes, let's. Stay with Toyota then. Let's talk about Takamoto Katsuta, another driver who really flourished here this weekend after, you know, we say that Elvin's had a difficult season. It's not been that difficult. He won one event or he's won one event already. Uh, but Takamoto definitely was having a bit of a struggle this year and, and particularly after Estonia. You know, he, he might have been on a bit of a low. He might have lacked confidence. But my goodness me, he came and he put some performance on here, showed good pace, discipline, David. I yep. love the control that he showed, particularly after the spin he had yesterday. Yep. It feels like we've been saying the same thing since yesterday lunchtime. But this is our podcast, so we're allowed to say the same thing. He didn't get flummoxed. He had the spin. He dropped the time. He brought Sunanum back into a fight that was kind of extinguished. I think, as we said yesterday, you get... It was what they got was 16, point, uh, 16 seconds or something like that. Once you get north of 20, psychologically it's a big deal in Finland. This is not a rally where you come and take big chunks of time. All of the speeds are similar, not enough junctions to slow and speed the cars up from. Um, and uh, Takasan handed all of that back to Tamu. He gave him another chance. Uh, and it was great because it gave us plenty to talk about. I was genuinely fearing for Katsuta San then. I thought that this is it, he's going to be absolutely pushing too hard, taking risks, uh, potentially putting the car off it. Not a bit of it, you know, and I was so impressed that even when he'd had the spin, he ignored what was going on on the timesheets, he wound it back, did his own thing, rebuilt his confidence, uh, and and then started to, to, to move ahead and got past Temu this morning. For me, there was no question. He did what he had to do, even when he was when Tamu took the time out of him on the first stage this morning. Taco was uber relaxed. Yeah. First time through, just essentially high speed recce, checking the notes. Don't worry, boys, got this one in the bag, and he delivered. Well, and for me, that gives great confidence yeah. to Toyota moving forward in, into years to come. Really, Cali Robin Parrott is a driver that we don't know how much he wants to do in the future. You know, he's been very clear that he wants to have time to do stuff uh, with his mates and just enjoy the spoils of of the last 10, 15 years, which is remarkable for a 22-year-old. But that's what he's been doing since he's been seven or eight years old. He's been building, investing, just living the life of a rally driver, which is all he's ever wanted to do. But suddenly he's got to this point in his life at 22. And he's discovered drifting, and he's you know he's he's got this opportunity now that he can spend more time with his friends that he's sacrificed for 15 years because he's been out training and driving and doing all that stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if Calais didn't hang around forever and was gone in a couple of years. Oh, not gone, but go somewhere else. Does what something. Was the point you were making about that? <laughs> Did realize I was talking a lot. Yeah. So, Katsuta and Elvin look very very differently in their careers they've both got five six seven eight years and for Toyota to know um, 
that there is a, a long-term future on both of those drivers is really refreshing. I think you're right. And, and I think earlier this year, still there were question marks over Taka. Taka showed consistency last year. This year, there was a little bit of up and down again. Estonia, as I said, he was on the floor. He struggled like heck. Um, here, he's come and he's built his confidence. Again, in the same way that Elvin has, just looks strong. Strong going away from here. Not yeah, he did. He did. And, you know, obviously with the demise of Robin Vera, it was critical from Toyota's point of view. Yeah. Because he did perform out there. He scored good manufacturer points for them. So, I, you know, I think everyone absolutely delighted. When he scored that podium in Japan, it was maybe the most popular podium we've seen in rallying for many, many years. Yeah. You know, when you look to the backstory with Katsuta, how he came into rallying from circuit racing, how he had to work his way through the driver development program, and then to deliver on, on Japan's return to the championship, that podium, it was, it was a great, great story. And he is such a popular driver with everyone in every oh, team. 100%. You know, really, really good. And, and you know, Yanni Mati, they have to good strong relationship there don't they and that, that's another important thing going forward we, we've been fortunate you know we are fortunate that we have good really good links with Toyota we work brilliantly with Hans DeBau the, the PR marketing guru yep and at every level in that team we are very fortunate um, in the, the access and the relationships we have we've seen a lot this weekend kind of behind the scenes we've been around the drivers a lot um you know, before stages, after stages, in service, the camaraderie and the friendship and the family that is there. And it's it's not in the times when they're standing in front of the cameras. It's in the times when we're just standing, chatting away, talking absolute nonsense. And, you know, they, they were like a bunch of brothers, weren't they? Yeah, absolutely. They absolutely. all work. The, the, the real friend, genuine friendship between Calais and Taka and Elvin and Yari Matt. Yari Matt is kind of the older brother, I guess. Well, he is. He's, he's the boss, but he is the older brother. And what was great to see this morning, and have a look back on one of our YouTube videos, it was the start video from Sunday morning, just Yari Matty and Takasan. You know, that opening stage, you talked about the fact that, that Takasan took it a little bit easy, lost a little bit of time, a little bit of time to Timo Sunan. He'd not driven that stage before. And he went across to Yari Matty and they were talking about a few corners, yeah. weren't they? And, yeah. You know, and it, and it was just great to see just literally minutes before they went into the stage, Takasan had his phone out and you know, they yeah. had the recce videos and they were going through the corner and Yari Matty was taking him through the corner yeah. and telling him what to look out for, telling him how to approach it. And, and, um, and he told him to it was a flat left and you thought he said it was a bad, bad left. left. What's a bad left? Just, uh, have you ever heard that a uh, no, corner described as a bad but left? It's, well, yeah, we have bad lefts, don't oh, we? Near mortals yeah. do have bad lefts. But I did for one moment, I thought, oh my God, Colin's going to contradict him and say, no, 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 I think, I think that's <laughs> okay. No, no, you can take that one flat. I've done it in my little. Yeah. But also, Toyota you know, talk, talking more about the kind of family aspect of Toyota, you know, you see, and dare we call him, Papa Accio. No, Jesus. Sorry. David. But in that family environment, he this evening, this afternoon, when he got on the podium and Taka was the naughty boy, covering him in champagne and everything, and Elvin and Scotty and all of them. And it was, but it was just brilliant. And the way that Accio Toyota-san, the automotive industry's biggest, most important person, has slotted into oh. this team. It's amazing. Just it amazing. amazing. And I'm sure there is a, an affectionate term in Japanese for, for the, the big boss, the team boss. Yeah. You know, there is, but I'm sure, well, I'm not sure, but I guess it might not be Papa. 
Yeah. But you never look. Apologies. I, I, it was a term of endearment. It really was a term. Totally. I, I, appre- I, you know, I yeah. appreciate it, and I'm sure um, Toyota Sam would appreciate Just maybe if. You're making an effort. Big Hamzy, if you're listening to that bit, don't listen too clear carefully and just put a whiz past that. You're getting a cold. Yeah, Literally, yeah, as we're sitting here in the very car. Sorry, sniffly, yeah. And do you know what it is? I've been trying to turn the air conditioning off all weekend. Well, just turn it away, directly. Someone's been driving around in thick trousers, a shirt, a t shirt, a jumper all weekend. And the air conditioning's been up to the max. Hey, that'd be David Evans. That, that would be me, but you're always going on, always getting I try them up to turn it down, you turn it back up. I try no, it's down. on two. I would have this on four. Exactly. I've turned it down from yeah, four. well. Put anyway, a jumper on. Anyway, listen. Um, Life's better I'm going to talk about the uh, interview that was done with Akio Toyota and some of the things that were said there. Or should we save that for another day? Because uh, he said I, some interesting things. No, I think we saved that because I'm not entirely sure on that story's going up. But we did okay. have a fabulous really chat with him. Really He's an amazing, amazing man. And the good news is that it's all very positive. It's <laughs> what we can say. The yeah. good news is it's positive, really positive in terms of... The good news is the story is going up on Dirtfish. And it's a positive story on Dirtfish. Positive, positive story on Dirtfish, which is great. It's great news. All, look, not all stories are positive, but most of them are positive. Uh, so Toyota looking good, looking really, really good. Yari Matty. David, uh, <laughs> Yari Matty and you. I just say Yari Matty. It's got to be Yari Matty and you because it was a proper. It was a double act. It was almost a comedy double act at times, uh, but such fun. I don't think I've seen a crew having quite so much fun in a very, very long time, uh, and I don't think I've ever seen Yari Matty having so much fun. In a no, car. it was lovely to see, and uh, as we said, just to open the door and see that beaming smile and. Actually, not immediately. I said this to you the other day. It's not a beaming smile, you know. It was that quizzical, that, mm, don't talk to me yet, I've got to do this. this. Thinking about diff settings, I'm thinking about ramp angles, I'm thinking about spring rates. And then, oh yeah, oh, I'm supposed to be enjoying myself. I don't have to think, <laughs> about, those think about those <laughs> things. And the big smile comes back. And he he's just one of the best people in the, in the World Championship. He's an amazing guy. Uh, lovely to see him and just great. We both talked about this privately before the event. We feared that, and we certainly feared when we got into the event and Yari Matty started saying, the feeling's coming, the feeling's coming, I'm nearly there, just a couple of changes and I'll be there. He started to think, oh my goodness me, we have heard this so many times in Finland. It's going to happen, he's going to stack it. And he didn't. Didn't he? And he didn't even come close to stacking it. Certainly not from what we saw. He did say he had a bit of a moment today on the final day. But do you know, it is small moments. It compared to moments that Harry Matty's had in the past, these aren't moments, are they? No, not in the slightest. And the really interesting thing, and just with absolute sincere humility, you were busy doing another interview, and I, I said to him, "What did you expect coming here? What, you know, in those in those quiet moments when you're alone and what you're thinking." You know, you've got your sort of tone of voice and you're able to talk about the top six and blah, blah. But actually, what did you think in your head? He said, I've got to be honest, I was looking at Rally 2 cars thinking if I could just stay ahead of the Rally 2 cars. And he what? think, crikey. You know, but he'd been away. He's been away. He'd never driven a hybrid car, never driven this Rally 1 car. He didn't know. No. And it was just a lovely moment that you always get the truth from Yari Matty. Yeah. Um, you know, not so many years ago, a world-class driver, but, you know... He, as you say, he doesn't come into this as the... What did, how many rounds did he win in the championship, David? I can't remember. It was 18, something like that. Yeah. You know, an absolute top quality driver that should have been world champion. Yeah. But came into this, as you say, with a degree of humility. And, and he, he absolutely loved it. And, and again, just to mention the stand-in 
team boss, Akio Toyoda, you, we talked a little bit about him, but you know, he genuinely, genuinely, he did more or less the duties that you would have expected yeah. Yari Matic to do. He turned up in the media zone, huh? okay with a, an entourage that perhaps the King of England might have been proud of. Yeah. A few people with him, the, um, as you would expect. There were, uh, but answered but every was, question. Every question, and, and you approached us with a smile on his face and, and yeah. I was quite happy to talk to everyone. He did a great job. Mr. Toyota, and we do thank him. As you said, Papa Toyota, what do you <gasps> You said it now. Dear, dear, dear. <laughs> All right, no. move on. <laughs> yeah, move, move on. It's just great to see him. Yeah, though. really and, great to see him. And, and yeah, uh, congrats Looking to forward to watching Gary Matty as well. He's a busy boy. He's going to the Lati Rally uh, this coming week with his dad. And what are they driving to? They're driving the two. They're both in they Sanixa. I think there's, there's a, an ST165 and an ST185, so I'm not sure. Are those the cars that we saw at the place yeah, last, last year? Yeah, yeah. so uh, one of them would be a, a very early 90s car, one of them would be a, a 92, 93 car. Uh, so, yeah, Lahti Historic is one of the, the best events. A lot of the stages obviously used to feature in Thousand Lakes and Rally Finland. And then when he's done, that's I think a Saturday event. When he's done that, he's... No, he's not sort of straight on the road. A couple of weeks at home. Well, the same weekend as Greece. Greece is a cropless rally. He heads to Japan for one of our favourite events in one of our favourite places. In Hokkaido. Oh. Heading up to Obihiro um, for, for yeah. Uh, is that, I, I don't know, is it a Japanese round or? Uh, I don't know. I'm not entirely sure. Know. I don't but he's, know. Going, he's going to drive the Rally 2 car. Now, interestingly, you and I looked slightly quizzically at Heike Kovalainen. Was it Heike Kovalainen that was telling us? Yes. Someone was telling us, and we said, well, how can... He said, yeah, that car's already been driven in Japan by Takamoto Katsuta's father. And it's like, well, it's not homologated yet, is it? You're allowed to drive them. Drive non-homologated cars. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, will it be homologated when Yari Mati no. drives it? No. Okay, okay. Well, well, we'll watch with interest, though, because the rally is fantastic. Really, what was it there for? Maybe four years, three, four years yeah, in the WRC. Yeah, was it? It was around something like that. And we should stop now because if we go down that road of talking about other hero, yeah. we may never tempting, come back. To tempting, them. tempting. We to both go. absolutely yeah. adore yeah, Nude Lally. Oh my goodness me! Ice cold Sapporo's. I mean, even your um, over here itself, a beautiful little city. Oh, but the second you go we out, going down that road, by the way, oh, into the mountains. <laughs> Remember the snowy mountains? Remember the stage oh that was cancelled because they had two or three k's of snow on it? snow, yeah. And, and that um, wasn't even Rikibetsu, which was is the Rikibetsu, yeah, the coldest place. Was it the, is it the coldest place in Coldest in place Japan? in Japan, yeah, yeah, with the most snow. And that's when Marcus Bronholm crashed on the, the ski slope. The biggest uh, temperature differential. differential. Yeah, yeah. Just a fabulous place. Japan is an amazing... It's one of my top three, I would say, favourite countries. Love the people, love the food, and just love the place. And then this is the thing when... We talked earlier on about you know if you had to say to someone who was new to rally you've got one rally to go to which rally would it be there are so many different rallies with different characteristics you would go to japan for the fans and the cultural yeah. experience you might not go there for the quality of the stages although they're not bad uh, but no, I, I, no, I didn't like the stages last year. Last year? Not at all. No, no, I'd agree with you. I'm, I'm thinking over here. Yeah, <laughs> but I didn't like the stages in, in Sapporo. No, they were no. they were not a patch on over here. The place. Actually, the year, the year we lost one stage to snow was Sapporo. It wasn't over here. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't it the year that Duval had the bad accident with the, the co driver? Patrick Pavato. Yeah, I think oh, it was the same place, yeah. same area. The hills up there. That uh, wasn't the same year, same, same area. Um, so there we go. Yeah, yeah. Japan. Lucky man. Lucky man to be doing so much driving. Yeah. Uh, Toyota. 
we have covered and, and they deserved our time David they had a great rally particularly after the enormous disappointments of Finland last year uh, Hiring? With Indeed your search is over If you need to hire you need Indeed Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hyundai, big, big progress. Thierry Neuville second, Timo Surinam fourth. Disappointed, clearly, that Esa Begalabi put his car off the road. Uh, but second and fourth in Finland, a rally that they have really, really struggled with in the past. Uh, will they go away happy? Yes, they've got to. I th- <sighs> they've got to. They could be a touch disappointed. Um... But no, I think you, it's hard to know, isn't it? I think if you put if you'd said EP was second and he'd been flying early on and he just failed to match Elvin, they would perhaps be disappointed with that. Um, particularly the sort of rise and rise of EP through this this season. But Thierry, he's been nowhere in Finland for the last ten years. So for him, fantastic result. Um, and for, for Hyundai, also been nowhere, nowhere apart from last year when they won. Of course. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but did I say at the start that we had a disappointing year in Finland? No, it's Toyota. That's a disappointing year in yeah, Finland last year. Yeah, yeah. And that is because. Uh, but it was Oitanak. It was Oitanak yeah. that won last year, yeah. not Hyundai. That car didn't shouldn't have been anywhere near a win. No, it should uh, not. But yeah, it was Oit and his superhuman powers that did that. I think we'll be really, really pleased with things. I think Neville will be pleased with yeah. his fortnight's work two weeks work you know, his work in Estonia his work here like, your low point of his career certainly of the season maybe you could argue if his career wasn't uh, the safari rally this year with what went on yeah uh, you know just shocking absolutely shocking you said it dropped him out of the championship hunt yes it probably did but he goes away from here with 22 points 22 yeah. points closer to Cali Rovenberg you know we talked about Elvin Evans and whether he had a realistic chance there's no way you would say that Neville has a realistic chance but rallying is rallying and, and, and what we know about rallying is anything can happen and if yeah. Neville can build some momentum and maybe Cali and Toyota have a couple of off rallies who knows who knows we go to Greece remember the 1-2-3 for Hyundai in Greece last year uh, you know I think, I think they did a good job. I think they will have a small beer in celebration this evening and they will they will chart the progress that they're making. They've got the right people in place now. Effects de Maison is there. The effects effect is beginning to show, according to Thierry Neuville. So, yeah, they're going very much in the right direction. And that was a little bit brave, David. You were being a bit brave trying to get past that camper man there. Not, not a fan of Camper No, I'm not a fan either. Not a fan either. Uh, so, yeah, anyone in particular we should be talking about? Maybe Tim O'Sunan. Let's, let's say a word for Tim O'Sunan, David, because he had a really good audition for that role. 
as I understand, he did everything that was asked of him, showed a bit of pace when he was allowed to show a bit of pace. Uh, disappointed, he goes away a little disappointed from Finland. He really was targeting a podium here, but he cannot be disappointed with his return to top level rallying over the past two events. No, superb. More than we expected from Temu. Yep. I think it is, isn't it? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it, it, certainly. Like you say, he can't be disappointed. He wanted a podium today, um, but I think he perhaps scared himself a wee bit on the, the first run in him. Oh, yeah. He said he would do the same again, um, but still, suddenly I think turned up quite literally on his head. If he put the car off there um, and, and retired from the event, you'd have to say that that potentially was the door closed yeah. on anything. Yeah. At the minute, the door is very much open. Wide open? Just open? Wide open? Half open. Half open. open. I, personally, I think I would, strategically, I would be putting him in the car for Greece. Much as we absolutely love Danny and we think Danny's there, um, it, looking towards next year again, it would make more sense from, from my side to put Tamo in there just to understand where his pace is on the slower rallies. Um, and yeah, it's. Yeah. It, Look at this, David. We, we've just come to the section on the road where we uh, come to this, what would you call it, an emergency airstrip? It's quite incredible. At least these airstrips are dotted around the roads of Finland. Eh? Yeah. It's where we get, it's about two kilometers or absolutely straight as you like road. All of a sudden, the road is widened. The trees are being taken back. There are no cat's eyes. There are no lights at the side of the road. Not allowed to call them cat's eyes. There are no, what are they called now then? Light things in the middle of the road. There's no arm code in the middle of the road. There's nothing, there's nothing. So if you brought a, I don't know, a Hercules transporter plane and you stopped the traffic, you could land it on this bit. Easily. Of Really impressive. At, at either end of the this two kilometres stretch, there is it's almost a football pitch size turning circle yeah. for, for the planes as well, isn't big, it? Big jets. Apparently the rocks yeah. at the side of the road. I was just gonna a say bit it's like a bit like those what do they call Thunderbirds. Apparently it opens up yeah. and inside the rocks you can park your, your jet plane. It's incredible, isn't Apparently it? Apparently that's true, right? No, it that's is. True. You've said it's true every time we come past here. So I, I'm, I'm just looking for where the rocks are. I've never seen even the rocks. Never no, mind you might be the right. incredible doors yeah. that open up on, in the rocks. Yeah. Uh, there we are. So we've looked past that. That was quite incredible. Yeah. Quite incredible. It was. So, table sooner. Door is partly open. I agree yeah. with you. Put him in the car in Greece. Put him in the car for me in CR. You can't do that anymore, though, can you? What? Because Sordo's name for Greece. Yeah. You would go with sooner ahead of Sordo for CER. I would, yes I would, I would because it depends, it, I would wait and see where you are after Greece, it depends if you're looking at short term or longer term, if you're looking at longer term then you will sacrifice any potential points, let's face it, if you tell Tamu Sunanen to do CER, get some experience, bring that car home. He's not going to bring it home lower than probably sixth or seventh. No, 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 no. And and if both of the hind eyes in front of him fail, he's probably going to be fourth or fifth. That's not catastrophic mm. in terms of points. What you've done at the same time is you've generated a whole load of data to make a more informed decision yeah. about whether Temu is a credible answer yeah. for a third seat next year. At the minute, he's yeah. shown that he can drive brilliantly and 
take some great points and great results and turn into amazing stage performances where you'd expect him to. Yeah. There's no science there. We knew he was quick in quick roads. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But he's done all that was asked of him. I think he's done all he could. Uh, it's now up to Cyril Abitable. And, and you know what, the silly season, I don't think, we haven't seen it yet. It will start, I'm sure, shortly. And very much part of the merry-go-round, that's those silly season rumours, will be Timo Sooner. Yeah. I, I like the look of it. But do, do like we're talking about the silly season. You know, I asked Elvin this question tonight about... What contract over the end of the year? What are your thoughts? And so the PR bloke from obviously not big handsy hands no. rolled his eyes. Oh. Sorry, mate, get a bit of a journalistic background in you. You've got no idea about how to do our job. These are questions you absolutely ask every time because nothing surprises anybody. And, and Finland is where, is where traditionally, in yep. terms of rallying, deals are done. 100%. Deals are done, and at least negotiations are started in Finland. Yeah. So, yeah, oh, you exactly. know, and it, it, is, it, it will build momentum. So, so, let me rewind you back a few years. 2019, and uh, Oik Tanak wins the World Championship. Obviously, staying at Toyota. Uh, no, sorry, he was off to Hyundai. Yeah. Nobody saw that coming. Nobody rolled their eyes at that question. They did not. They did no, not. So, they did yeah, not. more to come on that, I'm sure. And you know, if we look at history, if we look at the way things have been reported in the past, if we look at who's broken the biggest stories in rallying over the past two decades, chances are you'll read about it first on Dartfish.com. Absolutely not sure about that, but it's like you say, Colin. It is. It's the time and the place where these stories start. Yeah. Um, and I would say now almost. It's almost a little bit... Is it a bit late? I don't know. I don't know. We'll wait and see. Wait and see. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? more confident, capable surgeons, and even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You mentioned Oitanek yeah. to Toyota, or from Toyota to Hyundai. Oitanek to M Sports. Oh dear, dear, it was another tough one, wasn't it, on the back of a disastrous Estonia. It was another tough one for completely different reasons, but, but still, really difficult for all the boys and girls at Epsport and Oit and Martin in particular to take enormously and you just feel for them uh, they, they all want it so badly they're all trying so hard uh, and sometimes the harder you try the harder it is to, to get these results Brother Beyond, the harder I try. Yeah. <laughs> just came to me there, David. You've been playing music over all our little audio pieces all week. I'm not going to reach for Brother Beyond. <laughs> no, no. I quite like them. Didn't you like Brother Beyond? <laughs> not so much. Uh, but it's true, though, isn't it? You know, the, the more that, you know, uh, a fast bowler wants a wicket, yeah. the, you know, the, the more he's, he's, he's not going to hit the target. And it's it just, Tanak said it himself. Go, he went home early, feet up in front of the fire, we saw on his social media time for a reset and it is and I spoke to Rich Milner and Rich said we all need a reset we've all been working ridiculous hours Estonia car rebuild straight into Finland it's been absolutely crazy for the, for the team and they're not the biggest team by no. any stretch no. you know the <laughs> post post um, pandemic 
they lost an awful lot of people, as in they they were forced to make redundant an awful lot of people at, at M Sport. A lot of those positions haven't been filled because there isn't the finances within that team to to, to develop uh, as many people or to have as many people doing those jobs as they would like. Everything is stretched at M Sport. Everybody needs a wee bit of a break, a couple of weeks off, go and get some holiday, um, and come back refreshed and ready in, in Greece. And as much as I want to see Elvin winning, Thierry winning, championship fight coming alive, I really want to see Oik winning. I really want to see M Sport winning, Pierre Louis on the, Pierre Louis Loubet on the podium, just to repay the commitment, the hard work. People can say whatever they want, Colin. You know, you and I have been spent a lot of time at Dovenby. We've seen those people going into work when it's dark in the morning. Yeah, so we've seen them coming out yeah. of work when it's dark. Uh, and you know, these are that's not in the winter, that's in the summer months. Yeah. You know, yeah. they put the hours in as much more than anybody else in the championship and they deserve it. Um, and every time you you get one of these hammer blows of the engine in, in Estonia, then 10X issue, Friday morning, it was just a killer. It really was. Stage three of the rally. Ah, Stage three shocker. of the rally. Just really difficult to take for everyone there. So, yeah, you know, Oit now has a bit of time to go away and reset. There is no question that Oit Tanak is still, in terms of his ability, David, he's still right up there. We saw those stage wins in Estonia. Started off this event with a stage win as well. The pace, the performance is still there from Oit Tanak. The desire to prove perhaps people wrong it's perhaps greater than it has ever been with yeah. Titanic I would say they, so they just need to find that happy zone where the car and the driver gel and are at one with each other and it's, it's just a, a little bit of a struggle just now but it will come it will come I'm absolutely sure of that mm-hmm. uh, so there we are uh, let's move on to uh, WRC2 no let's not let's talk about Rally2 because it's a bugbear of yours and it's beginning to become a bugbear of mine. I don't like all this nonsense. WRC2 Rally 2. It should just be one. One category. It's nonsense that Oliver Solberg is the quickest of our Rally 2 cars by quite some considerable margin. Is sixth overall in the event and there's absolutely no recognition of that. He doesn't get a podium. He doesn't get a celebration. He doesn't get a trophy. He doesn't get anything. It is time we ended this nonsense because it's confusing we shoot ourselves in the foot as a sport and we should not be doing it it needs to be looked at so just to put a bit of context around that obviously in WRC2 you choose seven rounds and you take scores from six of those seven rounds you don't have to I think you only um, select your rounds when you enter the event so you don't even up front at the start of the year you don't even have to say those are my seven um, but for me, it, it's just, it is ridiculous. It's something, as you said, it's annoyed me for years that I can understand it because the, um, the events, those seven events that get chosen for by WRC2 runners, they're going to get a load of entries. But can I ask you, you said that earlier, David, but I don't understand that. There's a system for dealing with that, and it's called rotation. Yeah, no, absolutely. It you is. Know, yeah, we can't yeah. give it to you this year, so yeah. you, you might every, miss out on a few every entries year. this year, but you have it next year. Yeah, I'm, I completely agree, Colm, 100%. That, you know, that was just a counter-argument to my own. Uh, but, but for me, That's stop doing this. Too much time with me. Too much time <laughs> to argue with yourself. Too much time No, with then me. forget it. Stop yeah. it. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. 
Andrew Wheatley, stop it now. Stop this madness. Madness. And, and just give us seven rounds, head to head. Yep. There you go. Yep. Every, and, Everyone and, knows at the start of the year. Everyone prepares at the start of the year. Yep. There's no confusion. There's no nonsense where someone goes, well, so that gives Is he registered here? Is he? He's fastest by 30 seconds. He's not won anything. Yeah. No, Doesn't make sense. And and, and if outside of those seven um, WRC two rounds, there is absolutely nothing stopping Oliver Solberg, all of those people competing in WRC two, going and doing the other six or seven rallies in the championship. And the ones that are progressive, the ones that really are ambitious, will go because they'll want. Oh, the, the, and the ones that have the funding, the of course. The one, and the ones that have the funding, yeah, will go because they want the experience. Yeah, uh, yeah. Really felt for Oliver Solberg out there today when he was more or less ignored after his wonderful performance. Now, all that we've said there about Solberg does not detract from Sammy Pyre's performance winning. No, because equally, Sammy Pyre, Oliver, Yari Hootenen were all in a big fight. And then Hootenen retired with, with whatever reason yesterday afternoon and parked up at the side of the road. That took the pressure off Sammy Pyre. At the start of the weekend, I said to Sammy, what do you what do you want from this? Do you want are you interested to fight with Oliver Solberg and Johan Rossell, these people who aren't registered for points? And I can't remember what he said. But it was ultimately they all want to be the fastest rally two driver. Sorry, listeners. It's been quite a long weekend. Sorry, sorry Sammy as well for, for not remembering. But I, I think ultimately it when you're registered for WRC two points, primarily those 25 points are everything, everything to you. You are not going to jeopardise, and this was my point. I think once Hootenen had, had dropped out, Sammy had a big old um, lead. There was no reason for him to engage in any kind of a fight with Solberg. Um, so I'm sure that took a little bit of edge off off his off his speed. Um, but absolute credit where it's due. Oliver Solberg. Elliot Edmondson, stunning result for you boys, and the same to, to Sammy. Sammy, absolutely. Yeah, and, um, yeah. Listen, you know, we are in Finland, we're in the home of Toyota, and the Finns are, you know, it's, uh, well, it's certainly, you know, we had a lean spell, didn't we, with the unfinished drivers coming through. We waited a long time to get Cali Rovenpera, uh, but, you know, the Rovenpera effect is very much there. Pyre, a lot of talk about him, David. How do you rate him as a, a potential? I, I, there's no doubt he is an absolute talent that, that will go forward you look at him and you think he's the same age as Callie Robin Perry and you think well why are you messing about in Rally 2 why are you not doing what Callie's doing it, it, Callie's a freak you know in terms of potentially his, his ability and certainly in, in the, the progression from being an 8 year old all the way through the, to, to where he is now yeah and, and, and you don't forget timing timing worked for Robin Perry yeah there was an opportunity at Toyota uh, you know that's not been the case over the years with a lot of young drivers with big potential there have just been no openings in manufacturer teams well there's no man- current manufacturer coming in that a no. 16 year old driver would go and do some endurance testing absolutely. with them absolutely, right. um, absolutely there's right. not uh, so, I like Sammy I, I like the look I, of him he's, he's I got do, a lot of pace a lot of pace in Finland let's no, see no 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 we've seen pace in other countries from him yeah, to be, to be fair no, in, right. in the lower classes we've seen it you know in the, the right yeah. two car were you were yet to see it, but but yeah, he's shown pace in the past. Uh, second was Adrian Formo, and fourth was Andreas Mikkelsen. Yeah, David uh, Mikkelsen uh, talking about the championship, leads the championship now, but it is just all very complicated. I mean, Roy Brussel is still there or thereabouts, wasn't scoring points here. Uh, we don't know. Andreas needs to sadly, Andreas needs to go and find some money yeah. to go to Greece. 
that's the the issue for him, isn't it? It seems ridiculous that. And you have to say it's. I said to Andreas this afternoon that it really bugs me that this whole position he's in with Skoda. It's it's kind of it was brought about by um, by Hyundai. Yeah. You signed yes. your agreements there, blah, blah. But then equally, you could turn that one around and say that Skoda's as soon as Mickelson had said to, to Skoda, um, I, you know, I don't need you. I've got this other job elsewhere. Then Skoda could could find and deployed budget in the direction of Sammy Pairi so it, I guess in some ways it's kind of helped some of the younger drivers um, progress okay Absolutely. at the expense of, of Andreas but you could also say that Andreas has had his shot yep yeah yeah perhaps indeed and, and you know drivers at very different ends of their careers driving with very different motivations um, yeah Pairi I do like I like him I mean, yeah I look at Mickelson as well obviously but, but Pairi I've, I've always liked he's a uh, He's an interesting character, he really is, and I think he has the potential to do a job, but we will wait and see. So there we are. Mm. David, the sun, remarkably, it is now nearly half past six in the evening. The sun's still quite high in the sky. I saw a sign back there saying Helsinki, 195 kilometres. Yeah, it's, we're not far away. We're not far We're getting there. We're, we're it's now the tw- drive down. 20, 24 degrees. It's probably hotter than it's really? been. All rally week, isn't and it? We've not seen much above 21, 22 degrees. Have no, we? and in fact, no. we've been seeing much more around 14, 15. Perfect weather for going for a wee swim in one of these oh, yeah. lakes. Do you fancy yeah. going for a wee swim? No, no. no. probably not good for sauna? your cold. You, you up for a sauna? You, that would do your, your cold some It good. probably would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Just sweat it out. Get yourself in the sauna. Yeah, well, that's where sauna. we're heading now. Uh, folks, thank no, you very don't. much. We, we are, we'll go for a sauna. Do you want to go for a sauna <laughs> later on? Mark Ryan and beer no. in the sauna? No. You're not joining me. Okay. It's a terribly kind of social thing in Finland. But what, you must, what's you must get over this problem? You've got. What's the sauna it's, setup? Is it sauna etiquette? Yeah. You, you can have a little white towel, but if you, I, you know, but if yeah. you, they're not, they're, they're no in this country. They're not. As we noticed. My <laughs> God, we've got to this is not. This, it's a family show, but. Uh, so we arrived in Himosh, and we, Colin and I literally were looking across, and not looking, there was a building with loads of flags, and we were both looking over at the building, and then our eye was just sort of taken down, and there was a hot tub just at the, at the bottom of the building. I finished, gen- you carry on, I can't, I can't bring myself to, I've erased it's it from my memory. Rather large fella. A rather large fella, obviously enjoyed his, his reindeer steaks. Rather large fella waddled out of the door of this building and honestly there were thousands of people out the front and milling around waddled out not a stitch of clothing on straight into the hot tub the noise that you and i made that's why it's here it's, it's well, just no. you don't, you don't in that case i've changed my mind you know come again no, no, right. yeah. well, I'm off. Off for a sauna on my own. I go for some reindeer steak. I'm sure. And lickenberries, how do you say it? Lickenberries and, and, and mashed potato. potato. And a nice it's, glass it's of wine. Not, we've not had any... In all fairness, we have eaten the most appalling Terrible. food. Yeah. Burger Kings and absolute nonsense. No, no, nothing wrong with Burger Kings, but yeah. No. Well, yeah. And we've eaten the most appalling diet. We, yeah. So are you live on air? You are committing to coming to the restaurant. I'll come to the sauna if you'll come to the restaurant. Well, I'm, I'm still considering the restaurant, but quite possibly. Uh, we'll let you know next week what happened in the hotel <laughs> in uh, Helsinki in Airport. All the intimate details. All the details. I don't know how intimate they'll be. Folks, no, once again from Rally Finland, the sector Rally Finland. You've been listening to myself, 
and David Evans discussing all things rally. Thank you for joining us on Spin the Rally Pod. We'll uh, talk to you all again in a week's time.